Alright everybody, hello, welcome again. I know, fun. I'm here. Just me again, sadly. None of my friends are on. I'm Yeah, I'm still working on it, but uh <sighs> sorry, but welcome back to the podcast. Um today we're gonna be talking about Trump line. Ooh, fun, I know. So we're going to be talking about how lies become truths now. Uh, I might, I, I'm thinking of doing a Drake and Josh quote. I don't know if I want to, but I might. <laughs> Heads up. Uh, Alright, so I got three uh, things to talk about. So we're going to first talk about the illusionary truth effect. Many of us are familiar with one of the with the quotation repeat a lie often enough and people will eventually come to believe it. Ooh, uh I'm gonna try not to say anything too offensive. But the illusionary truth effect occurs when repeating a statement increases the belief that it's true even when the statement is actually false now the way it works is if i say you know, earth earth is a giant you know donut okay let's see that is no one believes that yet hopefully um I, if I say this, first of all, people are going to be confused because, you know, hey, this, you know, this one person believes it, and let's say everybody else is against it, and that's usually what happens with a lot of lies, and if I every day repeat this a bunch, hey, you know, the world's a donut. Somebody will catch on and think either a, they're putting a lot of time and resources into getting it out, so it could be true, and then they believe it, they state it every day, so on, so on, and it grows. But there's multiple, multiple, uh, what's it called? Steps to this. Uh, uh yeah. Um, if you don't know what clickbait is, it's basically saying, hey, you know, you know, OMG, this happened, and then people are like, ooh, I want to see that. They open it, the video, and it's just not at all what, you know, what it is. It's supposed to be. And there's a picture here that... Um, Am I allowed to say this? <laughs> I don't think I am, so I'm not gonna say it. But you know, if you if you, if people if there's twenty of them, they're all repeating this, and then more people join in. It's gonna get so big that people pretty much have to believe it, or else they're considered different. But everyone is prone to this. I mean, I, I, I sure have used this before. You know, mostly as a joke. I've used it once seriously. And it was, I wasn't thinking. So, and that's a, how a lot of lies start. You don't think 
and then it just gets bigger, and you have to lie to get out of that lie, and then have to do two lies to get out of that one lie, and then, you know, keeps multiplying, so, and we're gonna go on to the second part, where, god, I will be giving links, not links, but, oh yeah, in the description, and sources, but, it says propaganda is, is the art of making up the other man's mind for him. That is actually pretty smart. But, so we're going to read this up. Double speak. Defined as language used to deceive usually through concealment or misinterpretation of truth. Well is known as propaganda tool of Soviet Union. The Soviet Union, the office newspaper of the Soviet Communist Party was called Parvada or Truth. Uh, and actually, right now, right next to where I'm getting this, it's called Psychologically, Psych, Psychology Today. Right next to it, there's a couple of stories, and they're, you know. <laughs> Like something like five science-backed new new topics for memory enhancement that could be fake probably is, and they're just trying to farm clicks out of you. And also, you know, like thirty-nine reasons we fail to make friends. That's probably just them. But also says task. Uh, Russian web brigades, aka troll farms, t tasked with setting Americans against their own government. This is changing the truth against someone, which pretty bad idea. But also, now when these stuff spread, more people believe. Yeah. I'm kind of repeating myself. Indeed, a direct connection between Russian propaganda and President Trump's representation of alternative facts is impossible to ignore. I hope everybody remembers when he told us to literally inject Lysol into ourselves. I hope no one did that because it's probably not the best for you. Also, he's saying hydrochloroform helps cure... The, the coof, the, the, the nasty, the nasty calm, and some researchers say that it can help in certain people, and it's really rare, so he's partially right. Now, this is, this gets into how, you know, he, the, we're going into the third thing. This is on yuba.net.com. March 2nd, early So we're going over the 10 steps. The Trump's 10 steps for turning lies into half-truths. Half-truths. You hear that word? That is a big thing. Alright, next. Step 1. You lie. Now, lying is pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Experts contradict him. This is step two. Saying his claim is baseless and false. The media re 
the media report that the claim is false, right? Trump blasts the experts and commends the media for being dishonest. And this one is very easy to see, as if he says this, like, you know, inject Lysol. People are saying, hey, you know, that's not right. And he says, you don't know, you know, my private scientist says it does. That gets them on a little base. Now, Trump repeats the lie in tweets and speeches and asserts that many people say he's right. Many people is really just him and a couple of, you know, not intelligent people out there. Um, you know how Trump always tweets about people being wrong? That's pretty much step four, is trying to get a better base. Step five, the mainstream media starts to describe the lie as a disrupted fact. This is saying that he was just misunderstood. And this also gives him a basis to, you know, kind of make... It seemed like a truth, is what he's doing. Now, if Trump repeats the lie in tweets, interviews, and speeches, his his surrogates repeated on TV and in the right-wing blogosphere. This is pretty much the same as four, but not, because if you have more of a base on it, then more people can actually start to believe you. And these might not be accurate, but... Next, the mainstream media begins to describe the lie describe the lie as a controversy. Now, this is a big part of it because, as a controversy, there's two parts: usually truth and false. And then, this is saying that one of the sides is false, and a lot of people go with Trump. So more more people start to believe him at this point. Eight polls show a growing numbers, including most Republicans believing Trump's lie to be true. This is also a pretty big one because these polls can be faked pretty easily. But even if they are true, they're showing growth. Therefore, people are starting to believe it even more. The media start describing Trump's lie as a claim that reflects a partisan divide in America and is found to be true by many now. The media isn't always the most accurate, but what they're doing in all of these is trying to trying to disorientate you, so you don't know who to pick, so you pick the bigger person. Number ten, the public is confused and disorientated about what the facts are, and Trump wins. All right, this is again. This is on Ubanet.com. Y-U-B-A-N-E-T dot com. Uh, it's called, it's by Robert Reach. I think that's how you say it. Trump's 10 Steps to Turning Lies into Half-Truths. So, all right. That was the podcast for today. Hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you next time. Bye.